This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world, talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Kushla. Kushla is a 2-5 reflector who resides in Christchurch, New Zealand, and is a movement specialist. She brings her love of all things movement to inspire confidence in people and help them find a love of moving their bodies. Welcome, Kushla. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We got here eventually. It's been it's been yeah. uh, off and on for us to get this recording and, and sync our schedules. Yeah. And Kushla, you and I, we we co-collaborated with Elle and um Elle, Elle and L and mm. Violet on the um the light, the lighthouse sanctuary. And you yeah. did a lot of the movement for that, which was amazing. Thanks. Yeah, yeah it was, it was really, so fun. It was so fun. It was. So human design, 2-5 reflector, mm-hmm. let's go back. How did you find human design or human design find you? Um, I first discovered it through, um, there's a yoga teacher in Auckland, or she was in Auckland and I was there too. I used to live in Auckland, New Zealand. And she talked a lot about astrology and this thing called human design. And I had heard a few people talk about it and then we went into a lockdown. So she had like a workshop through Zoom. And me and my friend in Christchurch were like, cool, let's attend this workshop. Let's just see what it's about. Um, so that was my first introduction. And I just remember sitting on that Zoom call. And she, you know, there was a lot of people on that call. There was like 30 something people. And I had no idea what any of the types were. But she was going through the chart. So we all had our own like chart up she was going through and talking about colors and I just remember sitting there being like what is she talking about like I can't see any color and I was so confused because she kept talking about like you know if it's colored in it means this if it's not it means this and I'm just like I don't know what she's talking about like is she talking about those little um like lines or little circles that are colored in because I had nothing and I remember texting my friend in Christchurch and she was like oh weird I'll send you mine and she's actually a manifester so once I saw hers I was like oh, you have heaps of things coloured in, like, why don't I? And I'm like, that's what she was talking about. And I was like, oh, so I actually missed so much because the whole time I was sitting there being like, why isn't mine coloured in? Something's wrong. Um, And then I realised that's a reflector, that we have nothing coloured in. Did you go back to her at the time and say, I I don't have any defined centres? Or did you just kind of, you were too shocked to think something was wrong with your, <laughs> something was yeah, wrong with your printout? I, I thought I was missing something. She did say at the beginning, because there was one other person on the call that was a reflector. Um, and she got us to kind of talk at the beginning and the end. She kind of found, kind of grouped all the types together and got us to share something. But I just had no idea what was going on. I just remember her saying something about like, uh, as reflectors, we feel a lot. And because it was locked down, I had started teaching yoga through Zoom. And I just remember being like, yeah, I can actually like really feel the energy of the other person even through Zoom, which surprised me. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's a re- reflector thing. That's quite cool. But yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> and what did you do with that then? Like, did you just kind of, what did you do when you, when you, you were presented with this information? What happened then? Yeah, it was, I was, I did really like it because I was like, oh, like I kind of like, 
I like being a little bit different or feeling a little bit, you know, unique. So I felt quite cool knowing that it was quite a rare type. Um, my friend, however, really didn't like the idea that she was a manifester. And even now she still doesn't really like the idea of it. She just think, thinks it seems quite pushy. So um, yeah, I kind of was quite curious. I then introduced like my sister to it and now she's fully done like her coaching and human design she absolutely loves it and now she tells me more information about it like yeah it's she's a great person to have because any questions I just ask her or she'll discover something and be like you have this gate or you have this and yeah that's phenomenal <laughs> that you've got that yeah that you've got that in your family and you can kind of and 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 what a wonderful wonderful gift for her as well for you to be that you know, reflector that she can really learn on, uh, learn from, because, you know, this mm. is something that we've, we've chatted about a lot because we're few and far between though we're not, <laughs> but you know, because we're few and far between, I guess, when you want to learn human design and become like a, an analyst and a specialist, you're not, you, you're probably getting more of those generators coming through or, you know, manifesting generators, you're not getting many reflectors. So for her to have mm. you, <laughs> someone mm. she can really experiment with, what a gift. Yeah. Yeah, and she likes that she knows me as well. So she can actually like, you know, she's known me, you know, my whole life. So she can know me and then read up about my chart and be like, oh, okay, like, there's this and this. And it's even quite interesting because me and, me and her were really close growing up. Like we did a lot together and it was like so fun. And now I have a sister-in-law and it's interesting because she perceives me as being quite emotional like when we're together I always start crying or there's like you know some deep thing going on whereas when I'm with my sister it's so much like fun and like playfulness and so um it's fun that my sister's now like oh it's because she's a reflector she's just amplifying like what we're giving her you know so it's quite interesting to see how I am even in my family because how I show up differently for different people it's really interesting too yeah and that's so unintentional for me as well yeah. so how did your sister-in-law take that when you sort of said oh she's a reflector and this is you know because you obviously could you imagine you'd like being really fun with with your sister and that's obviously really good energy and you're reflecting it back and she's you know she's seen this beautiful side but then when you're getting around your sister-in-law and you're like really emotional and upset and you're thinking yeah and you were just saying there that you sort of said, oh, that's because she's a, well, your sister said that's because she's a reflector. How did she take that? I wasn't there in that conversation. Oh. It was them saying it to each other. But um, yeah, I mean, that sister-in-law, she is very deep. And she, and I think when she's with me, she feels safe enough to share really deep and vulnerable things. So it's also a part of that too. Like she's giving that to me and then I'm like mirroring that back to her. So, yeah. yeah. And how does that feel for you to know that? Like now that you know that about yourself, when you look back through your life, how does that feel? Because we feel a lot. Like yeah. we, can't, we can't bullshit society and say that things haven't affected us like really badly or really positively. How yeah. has that affected you? Yeah, it's, um, it explains a lot in terms of schooling. Like I found school a really challenging time for me and it's interesting like reflecting back on now because um I always thought it wasn't an, an intelligence thing like I always thought I wasn't quite 
cut out for the school system, which I still think I'm not quite cut out for the school system, but it's not an intelligence thing because I, I know I'm really wise, but it's more the pace. Like I just couldn't, I just didn't fit in with the pace of schooling. So then I was always left behind, which then didn't make me feel, yeah, it didn't make me feel good. So then I would like play up and I would be like, naughty or just annoying or you know just a pain in the ass to the teachers because I didn't feel like they took the time that I needed mm. so yeah school was really interesting and now as a reflector I can see that um, I just probably needed way more time than other people like to absorb things yeah yeah, and step out of it because you would have been just, you know, I, I always think school's quite an interesting period and watching ourselves, I guess, going back and watching ourselves, but watching, you know, like little reflectors and, and then starting school because we're kind of in a more of a closed environment, I suppose. And then when we start school, suddenly we're around 20 to 30 other kids every mm. day. Mm. And it's, that's overwhelming for, you know, for that. I guess we're built for it, but it's like you think, wow, something something happens there, I think, for little us little reflectors when we start school. Yeah, and it's interesting because I would, like, always have tutoring then because I struggled with, like, maths, reading, writing, like the classics. <laughs> um, but the tutor would always be like, she's fine. She's all good. She's got this. But then as soon as I'd go back to that school environment, I don't know if it was anxiety or what it was, but it would just, I would just shut down and I just, yeah, it, it's like I lost it, but it, it was clearly the environment just wasn't right for me. Yeah. yeah. And that two five profile that you have as well, like, you know, using, using that human design words, you know, that second line is, is very introverted. It's a very hermit kind of line. Mm. Have you felt that in your life too, where you do, you do like to kind of, you know, be alone in your cave yeah. or, or do you feel yeah. that five really pulls you out where you're kind of, you know, that, that leader? It's kind yeah, of like it's interesting. Um, I've noticed I'm any social situation I, I can like fit in so easy. Like I've never had any issue with like making friends or like even when I, I lived in, um, when I was like 17, 18, I lived in Switzerland for a year and I didn't know the language at all and yet made friends like so easy. So it was really in it's interesting noticing that that must be the five aspects and the reflector that I can really mold to like whichever group. Um, but then I also have, so I come from a huge family. So I've got six siblings and I'm oh. number seven. <laughs> Of course, the last one's a reflector. Um, yeah, so I'm number seven. Um, my dad is a manifesting generator. My mom is a projector. And then everyone, like all of my siblings are either a, man, um, a generator or a manifesting generator. And then there's my brother just above me who's a projector. And then there's me who's a reflector. Um, and so growing up, yeah, people all the time in the house even when my siblings started to go to uni we had like exchange students come and live with us like the house was always full um and I remember actually I think I was like eight and I got given a journal from a friend and or like a notebook and I remember being like oh what do I do with this like random 
and my sister saying to me like oh it can be like your journal you can just write whatever you want in there and then no one like reads it just for you to like put down whatever you need and when I got that it was like game changer like ever since the age of eight I've had a journal and that is so valuable to me and it's like I remember being quite young because the house was so busy and I had my own bedroom but it still felt like anyone could just walk in so I would actually um, hide in the wardrobe like I would sit in the wardrobe have a little like lamp in there shut the door and just like write and journal in my little wardrobe space and I made it so like cozy and like cute um, yeah and and then I was known as a kid to like always sing or like love toilets because again that's like my alone time like I can shut the door on people and just like be in the toilet for as long as I want so it's like I guess that's the two in me like mm -hmm. I'm yeah I love to just shut the door and be like this is my time and I guess I do definitely feel the pull of like I feel like yeah I feel like I can't fully shut the door on people so then I have to hide like it either has to be like a toilet or a wardrobe or I would walk down to like a park near our house and just like chill there as well like I love parks so um I did spend a lot of time by myself but it felt like I couldn't really do that at home just because our home was so busy um, unless I could shut the door and kind of hide <laughs> yeah yeah that's phenomenal Crazy. seven mm. seven kids wow you don't you don't hear yeah. about that that often anymore do you well I don't in, in my circles yeah. and to be you know blessed enough to have your own bedroom at least is is that's something and I love the fact that you're yeah. up in the cave I remember doing that too you climb up into the thing and just set up your little space up there phenomenal. yeah I mean I did share a room with my brother um, which is interesting now thinking like where I shared a room with my brother and not my sister and he's um he's the projector so it felt all good us sharing a room yeah we had like bunk beds and it yeah that felt all good but then yeah because the older siblings went off to like uni and traveling that's when I could have my own bedroom oh that's <laughs> so good um yeah this must have been a really interesting time so you've got all these siblings do you know the the rough breakdowns of their profile like is there a, a certain type in there or as in there is there yeah, a lot of fourth lines or second lines or it's interesting because it's like you kind of look at um I know my sister was looking at this all so it's like it's almost like the older siblings all have kind of a similar type and then us younger ones have like a similar type so it's like us younger four um all of us have well there's a mix in there between like twos and fives um even us youngest three we all have the two actually so that's really interesting yeah um and then my dad and some of my older siblings have the six so like that leader type energy yeah yeah wow mm. <laughs> I'm just, I was just sitting here thinking and trying to sort of, you know, feel into how that must have felt. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's pretty incredible to grow up like that. But you, yeah. as you said, when you were going to school, you didn't want to be rushed and stuff like that. So it was possibly your way of trying to escape that kind of rushing. So do you honour your, do you honour your authority now? Do you take a lot of time? Do you honour the, the reflector manifesto? 
the lunar cycle. Um, I feel like I need to learn a little bit more about the lunar cycle. I definitely give myself time, but I don't know if I give myself the full 28 days. It, it kind of depends. If I have someone reach out to me and ask me, I feel like I can't give them a month to decide, you know? Um, but I will be like, oh, can I sit with that? When do you need to know? by like I often do that in terms of communication with others but in terms of my own like because with my own business I'll do like events or um like I'll plan women's circles and things for those I generally would actually take I would actually probably take 28 days if not longer because I will more have an idea and I'll sit with it and then it will like spark back again later on that type of thing or it just won't come back so it's almost like unintentionally I kind of do it yeah. yeah I love that that unintentionally do it because when it feels good for us and we know we're in alignment I think that's just how it works we don't even have to force it it just is what it is and it just fades out or it comes back in as you said mm. sparks yeah and that two just going back that two five profile um when I was you know going through and really looking at all the profiles the two five always stood out to me as the most tricky um, mm. I use that word lovingly, by the way, tricky, yeah. but the constant kind of want to be on your own. I've got a lot of second lines in my house, so I, I, I kind of feel that energy, but the fifth line mm. being constantly projected on and, and feeling that need to kind of like be out there. It's, it's kind of literally a push, pull, push, pull, push, pull yeah. profile, isn't it? Yeah. But I guess. Yeah. That's, that's I didn't it. know. I didn't know much about it, to be honest. I, um, I've recently started doing like a like a mastermind like a coaching type thing and they had a um a human design coach come into that and she was really curious about my two five as well and I was like oh I didn't know much about it and then when she was telling me I was like oh okay I definitely do feel that for sure like I do constantly feel uh even for the week on the weekend I got invited for like this girls trip and part of me really didn't want to go because I'm that like two, I just want to be by myself. But then I feel bad for not going, like I feel like I have to. And then it's like I end up going and like having an awesome time. It felt really good. But then I just really need my alone time afterwards. Like yeah. I need to recharge again. So yeah, it, it is a tricky one. But I also feel like there's not, there's not always like, the one right answer like I shouldn't always just be at home and in my Herbert even though that's really comfortable I also do love still being with people and connecting with people so yeah yeah it's just I don't know well just, I've had a look I, at I'm, your chart so I can see that you know you're not supposed to <laughs> you definitely you know I had a look it was really it was really nice so something unique about yeah. your chart that I that I looked at was that you have and we've spoken about this in Zach's discord a couple of months ago um we've got under obviously we've got all undefined centers and some of us have got mm. completely open centers and that's generally you know one or two you have three you have three yeah. completely open centers so your spleen is yeah. completely open your solar plexus mm. is completely open and so is your throat mm. <laughs> so that puts I guess either either a I sort of look at that and go that's actually a unique extra superpower that you have or puts a lot of mm. pressure on wanting to speak wanting to speak wanting mm. to feel wanting to you know um has you have you gone down that rabbit hole with your sister yet of that com those completely open centers 
Um, I read about my throat being completely open and I found that really interesting because when I was younger, I was really into speech and drama and I was actually, and I'd always been told I'm really good at like projecting and using my voice. Like as a yoga teacher, we're quite often teaching in like huge studios, lots of people, and I can always fill the space. So it was quite interesting seeing that it's completely open because there's obviously some people that I'm amplifying to make it like big. Um, and then it's also interesting too, because sometimes I'll be on calls with people that I don't really know and I'll suddenly go quite red. My voice will be quite shaky. Um, it's not super like clear. And I'm like, huh, this is random because normally I'm pretty good, but there must be someone in there that, I don't know, maybe they, they're completely open too. So then I don't, I can't suddenly amplify anything. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting, especially at a yoga studio I taught at. There's a teacher there who has such a powerful voice. Like he is like, whoa, like power in his voice. And I think teaching there, I could really amplify that because I think everyone was kind of like, whoa, there's this little, like little white girl coming out of nowhere that's just like, boom, powerful voice. Because I can just like pick that up. So yeah, that felt really cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess it depends where I, who I'm with and yeah. I love that because yeah, it is, you know, you look at that one and I've got, I've got six gates to find in my throat. So I've, I've got, you know, there's a lot of pressure there. I mean, you've got a lot of pressure too. It's just different pressure, but I love looking mm. at people when they've got um, completely open centers like this. Um, and, you know, you've probably got this, this ability to really be comfortable in silence. Um, yeah. Because of that as well. Yeah, I really can. I can. And it's quite nice with teaching yoga too, because um like yoga is a lot about dealing with being in silence and being uncomfortable and you can notice some teachers that just want to fill the space yeah. and like I can actually feel quite powerful and actually just being silent and then the students are kind of like whoa like I feel like that has more power sometimes than just giving constant cues on people's bodies is just like holding them to silence yeah. and then they actually like really listen and I'm like yeah it's quite a fun thing to play with I feel like that open throat I feel quite actually quite fortunate at being completely open yeah. but I haven't really looked into um the spleen and the solar plex and what that means so yeah. I guess the open spleen is you know um I've been really looking at it in the sense of fear gates so there's a lot of fear in that in that spleen whereas I guess you probably mm. don't know what to be afraid of um having that completely open you know you're you're aware of all all the ways the body consciousness can show up in life and mm. as I was having it just a quick five minutes at your chat I'm just like this it's no wonder you do what you do and how why you love it and why you ex, you're excelling at it I think because mm. you've got these you've got these beautiful gifts that help you oh. hold space for people really well mm. and the solar plexus it's like it just adds that extra sensitivity layer, doesn't it? Beautiful, beautiful sensitivity that Amanda and I were speaking about. Yeah, you might feel it at times, but it's like it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful gift, I suppose, to have. So, for mm. those that are listening, um, we're talking about most people would know this, but we are talking about the our undefined centres, but they have no uh, gates to find in them, so they're completely completely open. Um, mm. we've generally always got 
well, not, I shouldn't say that we don't always, some don't have any, but some have two, but it's, it's kind of rare to see people with three as, as mm. you have superpower. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm like, man, classic. <laughs> no wonder my life is such a journey. Yeah. <laughs> it really Um, it's really good good. we've been we've sort of been journeying with it to you know there's so much information out there isn't there there's just um and you don't know where to start as you were saying when you first found it you're like what does this mean and you you thought something was wrong (laughs) what's wrong with my sheets yeah um and and finding these little tips about ourselves I suppose makes the journey just so much more pleasurable because we go oh I unconsciously knew that, you know, you unconsciously have known that this is the direction of your life and how what feels good for you. But to sort of have that mm. confirmation and validation when somebody goes, that's why this is this is what you're bringing because of this mm. that I'm seeing in you. Anyway, so let's talk about what you yeah. do, I suppose, now that I'm saying all that. Can you please share with us your beautiful gifts to the world? Yeah, um, I teach a lot of movement things. <laughs> so I... I've danced pretty much my whole life, like since the age of five. Um, and then I studied it. I studied um, contemporary dance in the end for, I mean, I started with ballet, transitioned to contemporary dance, and I studied it for four years. So um, full time. So I've got um, my bachelor in contemporary dance. So I've got a dance background. So I'm a dancer, choreographer. Haven't really made a work in a while, but it can always come back. Um, I'm just I'm just waiting for when inspiration hits me and then we'll see what happens and so while I'm transitioning in that time I teach yoga typically power yoga um, is my love uh, vinyasa so really flowy I'm studying Budokan yoga at the moment too so that's martial arts mixed with yoga so it's very powerful it's well, it's very warrior it's awesome um, it's a lot more like circular movements so it feels good and then I um, teach Pilates as well. So my love is on the reformer, which is what the computer's balancing on at the moment is my reformer. Um, so that's the Pilates machine. So I take uh, private sessions with that. I also teach group classes with that as well. Um, and I teach Matt Pilates too. It's quite an easy transition. And then I lead women's circles as well. So sometimes that's not movement-based at all sometimes it is it's just a chance for like women to share and chat so yeah those are the main things that I do I think yeah. <laughs> I'm like there might be more yeah who That's sees incredible. yeah who knows in my life is going to take me but yeah what I do and how have you found like understanding your type and doing the work that you do has it transitioned for you obviously with with the with COVID and, and how it sort of shut down the world, did it? Cha- did your working life change that you're now allowed to kind of be you a little bit more, I suppose, to, to sort of like mm. not work as hard or how, do, how does your working life influence who you are now? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I definitely give myself a lot of curiosity and play in my working life, I would say. I see a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to like go, 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 do, do, do. And there's a lot of fear around like money, which I get. I I definitely understand that being a super broke dancer. So I get that. Um, And now I've really shifted into just seeing it all as like energetics. 
um, an energy. So the more that I nourish my own energy, the more that I can help others and the more that opportunities will come to me as well. Like I've just really, lockdown has kind of forced me to just soften a bit more and to really drop into like what is of value to me. Um, yeah, how can I, what do people really need right now? I think that's the benefit of us too, is that we can really tune into what do people need. So it's like just taking my time to feel what people need, what I can offer. I guess there's that five as well. What's the, what's the problem that I can solve? And then going from there to, um, to yeah, solve the problem or to offer something and give something to people. Yeah, and then just trust. Yeah, lockdown's really forced me to trust a lot in my career and what I do as well. Just trust that people will come who are meant to come, you know. Yeah. My message will reach whoever it's meant to reach. Um, yeah, and just soften a lot more into that. And I've dropped a lot more into my values too over this time. Like now that lockdowns have kind of shifted in New Zealand and restrictions have changed, um, I've actually said to a no to a lot of places that I was like teaching before because I want to focus more in on me and being able to play a lot more with my teaching. Like often in studios, we have to teach like a certain way to fit the brand of the studio. Whereas now I'm like, what's what's me and how how do I want to show up and how do I want how do I want that to be every day? Like as a reflector, I love to really just play and honor with how I want to be in that moment without like labels and too much structure yeah. yeah I love that I love that you just said that that you can actually be you because you can you can get to do it your way because you've got that space to be able to not be pushed and pulled and <laughs> you know yeah with those yeah sense. and your women's yeah. circles how, how does that how does that feel for you when you're in that do you have you found that um I hold them as well. And I find that it's it's a very nourishing thing for me. It's a very, it's a beautiful experience to be able to just sit back and really hold that space. But I've had mm. a few occasions where, you know, as you were saying before about your sister-in-law as well, where, you know, we can sometimes amplify something that people aren't prepared for. Have you had that during those yeah. vulnerable moments? Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it really depends on the group, doesn't it? Which is, um, and often I'll do a different theme for like each circle and I don't really announce what the theme is beforehand but it's so interesting who comes to that circle really fits the theme it's so interesting um yeah and then I have had some where it's like I finish and I'm like oh I'm so excited I'm so amped up like I feel so like yeah lifted from that experience and then I've had other ones where it's like it was more people staying behind afterwards to like offload more onto me I feel like I don't know if you get that but I, I can get that quite a lot and then it's and then it can feel quite heavy I'm just like oh now I've got to somehow go to sleep after absorbing all of that information and how can I just let it go and yeah yeah so it depends on the group yeah it does it really does and you're right that yeah. sometimes it can it might, for most parts it, it's really uplifting being around other people's energies for most parts is really uplifting and um just in one of the recent chats that I had, you know, we we're talking about polishing our mirror. And I suppose for most parts, if we maintain that high frequency, 
then the entrain mm-hmm. the entrainment happens and we pull them up to us. But sometimes, as you're saying afterwards, it's just like they really need to release. <laughs> and yeah. You become that. You become their sounding board, and, and yeah. I guess that's us just having to just sort of like shake it off and just let it go. It's not yeah. our problem to deal with, even though we care deeply. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the yeah. work that you're doing. It just sounds so wholesome, and and it feels good for you. As I said, mm-hmm. I kind of got this beautiful calm energy from you when we first met and and now that I've kind of seen a little bit more and had this chat with you it's like I just feel I feel this beautiful like calmness that you are doing exactly mm. you know it's it's glorious yeah. to see it makes me really excited when I just see people yeah. in alignment with who they are yeah so thank yeah. you for that do you yeah. want to um share your um your business stuff your website yeah i can do yeah if you people want to reach out to you and and talk to you um obviously you're predominant are you predominantly in person or online mainly in person at the moment yeah i've i've again it's like (laughs) that 28 day thing i keep getting like all i could do online i could do online but i'm just really trying to sit with it because it's a lot of yeah, I feel like if I do online, I want to have quite a lot of uh, library, you know, if it's pre-recorded content in terms of like movement, videos, like yoga, Pilates, all those things. So at the moment, I'm seeing if there's enough of a, an urge for people to want that and if it feels right enough for me before I put the effort and time into it. Um, yeah, but I, I have done like, I mean, I can always do sessions through Zoom. I've definitely done like... Um, if there's a group of people that want a session, then I'll definitely come in and teach for them or um, like women's circles. I've done that through Zoom before as well. So yeah, Zoom, I, I like doing because then you can feel the energy yeah. again, right? Like you can still play with that. So I like Zoom, pre-recorded, I'm still sitting with and yeah. feeling into that. Um, but yeah, my Instagram is just kushla.move and then my website is kushlamove.com yeah and those are the main main ways people can connect with me yeah beautiful um I love what you said there about zoom because something that I guess I've always had this opinion that you know needed to be in person but I can still feel the energies just as much through zoom so I love that you said that it's yeah it's quite surprising really how you know that our intention of energy can just flow and we can still really get a good read and a good sample it's it's a, it's amazing. It's really mm, amazing. I know it's so surprising, which is yeah, so nice for us. <laughs> we like surprises, eh? Um, yeah, it's so nice and surprising. And I, I also like it, like especially teaching yoga through Zoom. You kind of feel like you're invited into their house. So as a oh, teacher, you feel quite like I feel quite special. Like I'm like, oh, like there's your cat or like cute. You've got this little setup or beautiful view. You know, like it's nice to have that more personal connection with the students so I like that as well yeah I do it on yeah. zoom yoga and I have to admit like yeah there'll be certain times where I'll sort of like put a candle on or something and and my yoga teacher will be like oh Annie you've got and it's like that must I now I'm sort of hearing it from from what you're saying there how it must feel for her to go I'm welcomed into your house yeah. and you have you have a deeper rapport with I have a deeper rapport with her since I've been doing the onlines so yeah, yeah it's really nice yeah, it feels like you get more of a connection with your student, which is cool. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do you have anything mm. that you would like to share to any other reflectors out there 
or even two five or anything that you'd just like to share with us oh yeah good question um I would say you have permission to like take your time I wish I had known that when I was younger like I really felt like and it's quite hard for me to sometimes that mentality will still come back that if I don't take this opportunity now I'll miss it or if I don't do it now I'll miss it whereas I would just want to remind every reflector like you've got time and you can give yourself time and yeah allow yourself to be surprised by life by not controlling everything like the more that you surrender to time and give yourself space the more that the little surprises and magic will come and that just that feels so good yeah that is beautiful and so true and so wise thank Mm. you thank you so very much I'm so glad that we finally got our time sinking and we we could have shared this beautiful space together appreciate you I can't wait to keep in touch with you yeah thank you for being here yeah thank you so much